1: On eight
2: hundred three seven. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. Heard weekday mornings at nine on Wellness Radio, K D I Z Golden Valley, Twin Orban Cities and Wellness
3: Radio. Bye-bye. With SRN
4: News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Hundreds of searchers continue the grueling task of hunting for survivors and recovering Line bodies. In the mud and you wreckage, left by flash flooding Monday in Southern Friday. California, the Donald death toll stands PhD. at 17. 17 other people are still missing. Correspondent Aaron Raymond has speaking 50, with survivors in hard-hit Montecito. One person I talked to said the massive boulders and,
0: and to that rained
5: down the hill, which have taken years to discover, and it his
4: own. Walmart joining a growing list of employers, passing along a windfall from the GOP source. tax cut to employees. The giant retailer Everything says it will give eligible workers a
6: $1,000
7: bonus, also boosting the starting pay for its U.S. workers $11 an to $11 an
4: hour.
1: docs are higher on Wall Street,
4: cows up about 71 disease. points, the S&P show, 7 points higher. This is S.R.N.D.
1: Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where
8: does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and training? right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio with a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in 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 your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
7: Winter has returned with a winter weather advisory. Through the five, day today, snow, patchy blowing, snow, wind chills, 76, and 11, course, 12 below zero, you can tell a with the temperatures
4: falling throughout the day today. website, uh, the teens now, but we'll see uh, there, single
7: digits all by about 5 o'clock this afternoon. Gradual country, clearing, 5 below and course, tonight, course, and then uh, more, single digit highs qnlans.com. on Friday and Saturdays. We look in the Like you. It Matters Radio is next here on Welch's
0: special. to reward you and your family for tuning in.
1: Do you want to change your life? Change your destiny? Get the most out of life? Tune in Saturdays at 3 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570 for the Big Money Club with Chris and Wayne. They'll be in the clubhouse filling you in on all the secrets and tips they've learned about making money, saving money, and making dreams come true. And they'll have a little fun along the way. Become a club member and join Chris and Wayne at 3 p.m. every Saturday on Wellness Radio 1570.
4: We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market coupled with sound investment advice and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family.
7: Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th. Only $99.95 for your entire household plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register... Call 877-907-TRADE, that's 877-907-8723, or go to Tradeway.com, that's Tradeway.com. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
2: Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I want to welcome you to today's Like It Matters radio show, and I've labeled it, I Remember. You know, uh, Mr. Black here has a pretty heavy heart. You know, on Monday, my dad died, and uh, uh, I go out to class today with 20 people, and my mom's dying from aggressive uh, cancer, and boy, I'm an emotional mess right now. Uh, and it made me think of a story, a story about a father and his young son who were walking through the mountains. Suddenly, the son fell, hurting his leg on a rock. He screamed, ah! And to his surprise, he heard a voice repeating, ah! This made him even more curious. So he yelled, who are you? Back came the same answer. Who are you? Feeling a bit perturbed by his response, he yelled out, coward! And back came the same reply coward. He looked at his father and asked, what's going on? His father smiled and said, son, pay attention. Looking across the valley, his father yelled to the mountains, I admire you. The voice answered, I admire you. Again, the man cried out, you are a champion. The voice replied, you are a champion. The boy was amazed, but he was also very confused. So his father explained, you are, the o- you are only hearing an echo, the sound of our voices bouncing back from the mountains. However, this is really how life works. It returns to you what you think, say, and do. Our lives are a reflection of our thoughts and actions. If you want more love in your world, create more love in your heart. If you want to be treated with kindness, treat others with kindness. If you want more competence on your team, become more competent. The relationship applies to everything, in all aspects of life. Life will give to you everything you give to it, only it will give you even more in return. Your life is never a coincidence. Each moment is a reflection of you and an opportunity to do something different. The son listened and grew in understanding, and through the following years, he witnessed the truth of these words in his life. And ladies and gentlemen, we all have parents at some point. And our parents raise us the way they were raised. Which really made me start thinking, you know, ladies and gentlemen, the way we live our lives is the way we'll be remembered. Each day we live our lives, we're actually writing out our own eulogy with the way we live that life. (laughs)
4: the life of our good friend, this team member, spouse, parent, servant of God, the Bible says everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to live
3: and a time to die. Yesterday, December 7th,
9: 1941, a date which will live in infamy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time.
4: Those of us who loved him and who take him to his
0: rest today, pray that what he was to us, what
2: he wished for others, will someday come to pass for all the world.
3: I have a dream. That my four little children ...will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today.
7: Three engines now at 104%. Challenger, go with throttle up. Challenger, go with throttle up.
2: Today, we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country.
6: that you die. Everything in between is the dash of your life When your last day comes You don't even know when You are not remembered by We could have People die in the wink of an eye. It's a fact of life. Still time to set things right in the dash
3: of your life. I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago, had been. In a box at the front of the room, there his friend does rest, his final bed. Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth, and the day that we die. The space between, our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Planes crash, people
6: die In golden wink of an eye It's, it's a fact, fact of life Still time to set things right
3: In the dash of your life Think about that Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now You could be at the end Or mid-dash range you can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. The width, the intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash planes crash
6: and people die
3: in the wink of an eye
6: it's a fact of life still time to get things right in the dash of your life what time did you give to the ones that you done this, should have done that ain't good enough In the dash of
3: your life. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will
4: fear no evil. Okay.
0: reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included
10: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in minneapolis february 8th through the 10th that's likeitmatters.net
9: leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment If your tooth fell out, would you replace it? Most people would. So how is your hair any different? If you're tired of losing hair, simply replace it by going to INeedMoreHair.com. Let this be a year to make a new hair's resolution. Hi, I'm Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Meet the hair transplant specialists that have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford.
1: Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you. Creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what A Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where A Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Dawn as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. Three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years, and distinctive catering with a luxurious and memorable style. A Britain Catering and Hospitality, com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N-Catering.com. Creating lasting memories.
3: Welcome
2: back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio... Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about I Remember. You know, uh, uh, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. Um, You know, there's a book in the Bible called Ecclesiastes. And it says there is a time to live and there is a time to die. And, you know, it's part of life. And I lost my dad uh, this week. And uh, my mom is struggling with cancer. And... uh, uh, all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, I've been having some uh, uh, aches and pains and start my mind starts going. And uh, I've been on edge the last couple of months because my mom and dad were having all these medical stuff and my own stuff going on. And and so I probably not have not represented myself the best the last couple of months. I've been on a phone calling tour this last yesterday and this morning and texting to about four or five people that I need to ask forgiveness from and apologize to. You know, who we are matters, ladies and gentlemen. Our actions have generational implications. You know, every one of us is a leader because people are using us as an example of which direction to go in. You know, some people are being used as an example, and people look at them and say, well, I would never be like that. And other people are being used as an example of what they want to be like. You know, I heard a long time ago that I think it was Billy Graham that said, Christians do more to scare people away from God than anybody else. And one of my goals in life is to bring more people closer to the God I love uh, than I scare away. And really, the last couple of months, I've probably scared some away. I didn't realize uh, how much uh, resentment and bitterness was going on. And so you want to think about this. As parents, as leaders, you know, I use the example of parents because we have built-in followers. They have to follow us because we're their parents. And so you need to understand leadership is a loop. It's a three-step loop. Permission, example, environment. And who you are makes a difference. How you show up matters. The normal patterns that you adopt affect not just those in your immediate surroundings, but also those that choose to follow and interact with you. You know, we got a three-year-old son, Uh, Benaiah, uh and uh, boy, he's had a lot of emotional struggles. He, he's uh, you know all over the place emotionally. And again, where does he get that from, mom and dad? Uh, and so we got to take a look at this. And some of it's natural, of course, but again, I had to ask myself, what type of pattern am I creating? What are we doing that he sees us doing it, and then he's just duplicating it without realizing what he's doing. And then we tell him no uh, while we continue to do it. You know, leadership is a loop. It's called PEC, P-E-C, permission, example, and culture. You know, the permission that we give people is through our own actions. We're not hypocrites. We don't tell people, do as I say, not as I do. No. It should automatically be If I do it, it basically gives people permission. What type of leader are you? And what example are you setting for those that follow you, whether that be at home or whether that be at work? A picture worth a thousand words. What story is your pictures telling? What story is your examples telling? And then it's the environment, the culture, because everything comes from the culture It duplicates. You know, if you put apple seeds in the ground, you're going to get apple tree and apples. If you put carrot seeds in the ground, you're going to get carrots, if it's good soil. And I love the example. There's a great example of this in Jonathan Edwards, the Puritan preacher from the 1700s. Now, I got some data here. Now, there's things all over the Internet that say, well, that's not exactly right. Okay, it might not be exactly right. I I can't swear to all these details. But I can tell you it's right enough to give you a clear example, a good picture of what I'm talking about. At the turn of the 20th century, American educator and pastor A.E. Winship decided to trace out the descendants of Jonathan Edwards almost 150 years after his death. His findings are astounding, especially when compared to a man known as Max Jukes. Jukes' legacy came to the forefront when the family tree of 42 different men in the New York prison system traced back to him. Jonathan Edwards' godly legacy includes one U.S. vice president, Three U.S. senators, three governors, three mayors, 13 college presidents, 30 judges, 65 professors, 80 public office holders, 100 lawyers, and 100 missionaries. Max Jukes' descendants include seven murderers, 60 thieves, 50 women of debauchery, 130 other convicts, 310 paupers with over 2,300 years lived in poor houses, 400 who were physically wrecked by indulgent living. And then it goes on to say a whole bunch of stuff, but it makes the point. It makes the point way more clear than a lot of us like to admit. And, you know, most of us out there have lost somebody close. This is the first time I've really lost somebody really close. I should say I lost my nephew, although he wasn't that close to me, but it was emotional. But my dad is. And it reminded me because, you know, uh, men, you know, we got a lot of boys that are growing up that don't know what it means to be a man. You know, man, we got to take responsibilities for a lot of the problems in this world. Uh, It's because we're called to be the leaders of our homes. We're called to be the spiritual leaders of our families. Uh, And yet we live in a society that since the 80s have been putting men down. You know, whether you go back to The Simpsons or you go back to married with children, you know, making fun of, of fathers and making fun of how silly they are and stupid they are. And now we're at the situation where it's basically if you're a white man, you're an outlaw. You don't deserve to have a job. You don't deserve to have life. You don't deserve anything because the whole world's been laid out for you because everybody's handed you everything. And so a lot of men now are retreating. You know, there's something called toxic masculinity where men, is, when men are bad. Men are bad. matter of fact, i like to say, and it's a true statement, that the only drug that's illegal on college campuses today is testosterone. And so men, we have a crisis in this country, and, and this is why it matters. I got this from the book Steve Farrer uh, called Standing Tall. He says, you remember the lowest common denominator, don't you? It's the single most important principle to successfully work in fractions. It's also very effective in working fractures. Fractured children, fractured family, fractured nations. I believe that if you look at every major pressing social issue in this country, whether it's teenage pregnancy, child abuse, drive-by shootings, teenage suicide, or the divorce rate, and reduce each of those problems to its lowest common denominator, you will find in each case the same root cause, lack of male leadership. With every major social problem in America, somewhere and in some way, a father has failed to give leadership to his family. That's the root cause of every pressing social issue in this country. The deterioration of our culture has accelerated dramatically because fathers who are willing to lead are in the minority. And that's the lowest common denominator. As matter of fact, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, who used to be a U.S. senator, observed this fact in 1965, the year I was born. He said, quote, from the wild Irish slums of the 19th century, eastern seaboard to the riot-torn suburbs of L.A., there is one unmistakable lesson in American history. A community that allows a large number of young men and women to grow up in broken families dominated by women, never acquiring any stable relationships to male authority, never acquiring any set of rational expectations about the future, that community asks for and gets chaos. Chaos, do you see it? It's all around us. The word accurately describes what is coming in our country because of the breakdown of male leadership. And when authority breaks down first in the home and then consequently in the nation, chaos is the inevitable and frightening result. And that's why I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's why this tr- show is so important. It's, it's time to step up. We're called to be leaders, to impact people. Would you want this said about you at the end of your life? This is an obituary from Leslie Ray Charping. November 20th, 1942 to January 3rd, 2017. Leslie Ray Popeye Charping was born in Galveston, Texas on November 20th, 1942 and passed away January 30th, 2017, which was 29 years longer than expected and much longer than he deserved. Leslie battled with cancer in his latter years and lost his battle ultimately due to being the horse's butt he was known for. He leaves behind two relieved children, a son Leslie Roy Charping and daughter Sheila Smith along with six grandchildren and countless other victims including an ex-wife, relatives, friends, neighbors, doctors, nurses and random strangers. At a young age Leslie quickly became a model example of bad parenting combined with mental illness and a complete commitment to drinking drugs womanizing and being generally offensive. Le- Leslie enlisted in the s- to serve in the Navy but not so much in a brave and patriotic way but more as part of a plea deal to escape sentencing on criminal charges. While enlisted, Leslie was the Navy boxing champion and went on to sufficiently embarrass his family and country by spending the remaining remainder of his service in the Baboa Mental Health Hospital receiving much needed mental health care services. Leslie was surprisingly intelligent. However, he lacked ambition and motivation to do anything more than being reckless, wasteful, squandering the family savings, and fantasizing about get rich quick schemes. Leslie's hobbies included being abusive to his family, expediting trips to heaven for the beloved family pets, and fishing, which he was was less skilled with than the previously mentioned. Leslie's life served no other obvious purpose. He did not contribute to society or service community, and he possessed no redeeming qualities besides quick-witted sarcasm, which was amusing during his sober days. While Leslie's passing, he will be missed only for what he never did. He was never a loving husband, father, and good friend. No services will be held. There will be no prayers for eternal peace and no apologizes to the family he tortured. Leslie's remains will be cremated and kept in the barn until Ray, the family donkey, wood shavings run out. Leslie's passing proves that evil does in fact die and hopefully marks a time of healing and safety for all. And by the way, the woman who wrote the statement, who asked not to be identified released the following statement to Eyewitness News in Texas, quote, I wrote my father's obituary. I loved my father because he was my father, and his passing would not have been any less difficult had he been a good father. As someone that hated a liar, I believe even he would have appreciated the honesty. I apologize to anyone that my father hurt, and I felt it would have been offensive to portray him as anything other than who he was. This obituary was intended to help bring closure because not talking about domestic violence doesn't make it go away. Thank you to those who have offered sincere condolences, understanding, and prayers for our family. Your words bring comfort. I am happy for those that simply do not understand. This means you had good parents. Please treasure what you have. And she ends it by saying this, although I appreciate everyone's concern, it would have been much more appreciated at any time during my childhood. For those being cruel, please remember that you now resemble my father. And I would be more than happy to pen your obituary as well. Ouch. I keep that reminded because, oh, my gosh, I would, the thought of that being said about me scares me. And that's why I said I've come to a reckoning. For with everything going on, we can use it as a negative or positive. I'm choosing to use this time of emotional turmoil, of emotional upheaval, to take a look at my life. And whether it be Don Britton or whether it be uh, Matt Phillips or it be uh, Milo, I got some apologizing to do because I've been representing myself in a way that is not who I am. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about I Remember. And we'll be back in three minutes. I've
7: been
10: like it matters. By far, the best forty-six hours I've ever spent.
2: Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused, with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. Eight one seven five zero two one five five four, or email me at mr.black at matters.net That's mr.black at
5: likeitmatters.net. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, President of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast-paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at WNAV-video.com. That's WNAV-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual where your meeting is our business.
10: Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight. By visiting PanCan.org, that's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. PanCan.org.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters: Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are uh, talking about remembering. You know, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life, and we are role models, either good or bad the way we live our lives is the way we'll be remembered. Technically, each day we live our lives, we're actually adding a line to our eulogy. We're actually writing out our own eulogy with our thoughts, with our actions, with the things we do and the things we don't do. And if by chance, you just stumbled onto this uh, radio show. Uh, good news is it's not always this melancholy. We're just taking time to reflect and uh, to, to feel. You know, part of life is feeling, and it's emotional loss, uh, disappointment, frustration. To pretend that those feelings don't exist, uh, you'll become like Leslie uh, Ray chirping. You stuff, 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 and snap. Stuff, 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 and snap. That's why I realized over the last couple of months, the pressure was getting so much. I didn't realize at the time. And things weren't going well, and things let me down, and people that were supposed to do this didn't do this. And, boy, I didn't realize how much resentment and how much self-pity and uh, uh, really selfishness. You know, me judging other people uh, for what they're not doing as I'm judging them just the same. That's where the Bible's pretty clear that you're, we're so focused on the splinter in someone else's eye, but why not the plank in our own? what God's technically saying, this is my, um, you know, uh, commentary, if you will. He's saying, listen, if you're so keen on that and somebody else, then why are you okay with it in your life? If you're so quick to be critical and judge someone else who's doing that as you do the same thing, why is it okay for you and not okay for them? And that's but what he's talking about. And see, we can't go back and change the past. You know, man, if we could go back, I'd love to go back. There's some things I'd like to change. One of them would be uh, start to lose weight and not putting this uh, 75 pounds on over the last four years. That would have been great. I'd love to do. Maybe uh, uh, forgiving my wife instead of keeping record of her wrong. Uh, maybe it would be uh, letting go of the bitterness and resentment instead of uh, keeping a pound of flesh and keeping score about all the people that I've helped who now when I need something, they're not there for me. I'm sure none of you do this. This is just the black man doing this, right? No, this is part of the human condition. Those of you that deny it, you just have a big problem with being truthful with yourself. It's not that you don't do it. You might do it to different ways. You might do it unconsciously, not even be consciously aware of it because if you were consciously aware of it, you most likely wouldn't do it but you can't go back there and change things. You can you can you know repent, you can ask for forgiveness, you can seek reconciliation. Those are the three steps. But remember, the first and foremost we sinned against God, and so we seek forgiveness there and then we seek forgiveness with the other person. If they're not interested in forgiving you, that's not your problem. You just tell them you're wrong, you seek forgiveness, and then you leave it between them and God. It's not your it's not your deal, it's their deal. And then you repent. In other words, you change your thinking. You do something different. And that allows for reconciliation. Some people allow you to reconcile. Some won't. That's their, again, that's their own bitterness, their own negativity, their own hatred. They're just now taking it and running with it. They're just using you as an example. But you can't control other people. When we stand before God someday, they'll never say, well, what about that person? At no point will we ever have a defense about anybody else. It's what did we do? What did we not do? When did we speak up? When did we not speak up? So you can't change the past. You can ask forgiveness. You can change your mind. You can repent. You can go a different way. But you know what you can do is you can do something different in the now moment. That's where there's freedom. That's where that up until now moment comes in. Up until now, you gotta be able to draw the line in the sand, just like the the gentleman uh, at, at, at the Alamo. You gotta draw a line in that sand. And, yeah, some people, when you, you humble yourself, they'll step on you. Some people, when you humble yourself, they'll attack you more. They'll want to pile on. Yeah, it's just what it is. Let it go. Let it go. Let it between them and God. We can't change the past. But we can do something different right now in this place called the now moment. So this moment is different than the last moment. We call that change. And so if you focus on just today, just today I reached out uh, to three people that I have wronged, uh, that I became aware of it over the last couple of weeks or last couple of days and then I reached out to. Just for today. There's a great saying by John Maxwell, John C. Maxwell from the book, Today Matters. He says, just for today, I will choose and display the right attitudes. Just for today, I will determine and act on important priorities. Just for today, I will know and follow healthy guidelines. Just for today, I will communicate with and care for my family. Just for today. I will practice and develop good thinking just for today i will make and keep proper commitments just for today i will earn and properly manage finances just for today i will deepen and live out my faith just for today i will initiate and invest in solid relationships just for today i will plan for and model generosity just for today i will embrace and practice good values just for today i will seek and experience improvements just for today I'll act on these decisions and practice these disciplines and then one day I will see the compounding results of a day lived well because life is about learning and we learn most from our family of origin and I love this from from Andy Rooney says I have learned I've learned that the best classroom in the world is at the feet of an elderly person I've learned that when you're in love it shows I've learned that just one person saying, you made my day, makes my day. I've learned that having a child fall asleep in your arms is one of the most peaceful feelings in the world. I've learned that being kind is more important than being right. I've learned that you should never say no to a gift from a child. I've learned that I can always pray for someone when I don't have the strength to help them in some other way. I've learned that no matter how serious your life requires you to be, everyone needs a friend to act goofy with. I've learned that no matter I'm sorry, I've learned that sometimes all a person needs is a hand to hold and a heart to understand. Amen. I've learned that some simple walks with my father around the block on summer nights when I was a child did wonders for me as an adult. I've learned that life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. I've learned that we should be glad God doesn't give us everything we ask for. Amen. I've learned that money doesn't buy class. I've learned that it's those daily happenings that make life so spectacular. I've learned that under everyone's hard shell is someone who wants to be appreciated and loved. I've learned that the Lord didn't do it all in one day. What makes me think I can? I've learned that to ignore the facts does not change the facts. I've learned that when you plan to get even with someone you're only letting that person continue to hurt you. I've learned that love, not time, heals all wounds. I've learned that the easiest way for me to grow as a person is to surround myself with people smarter than I am. I've learned that everyone you meet deserves to be greeted with a smile. I've learned that there's nothing sweeter than sleeping with your babies and feeling their breath on your cheeks. I've learned that no one is perfect until you fall in love with them. I've learned that life is tough, but I'm tougher. I've learned that opportunities are never lost. Someone will take the ones you miss. I've learned that when you harbor bitterness, happiness will dock elsewhere. Amen. And that's been the one that smacked me in the head for uh, lately, and I just realized it. I've learned that I wish I could have told my dad that I loved him one more time before he passed away. Amen. I wish I could have seen him. I've learned that one should keep his words both soft and tender because tomorrow he may have to eat them. Boy, that one resembles me. (laughs) I've learned that a smile is an inexpensive way to improve your looks. I've learned that I can't choose how I feel, but I can choose what I do about it. I've learned that when your newly born grandchild holds your little finger in his little fist, that you're hooked for life. I've learned that everyone wants to live on top of the mountains, but all the happiness and growth occurs while you're climbing it. I've learned that it is best to give advice in only two circumstances, when it's requested and when it's a life-threatening situation. I've learned that the less time I have to work with, the more things I get done. You know, ladies and gentlemen, life is a school. It's a classroom. And what we learn in that classroom can either make us bitter or it can make us better. And it's not what happened. This is the weird part. It's how we explain it to ourselves. And that's why I said I started this uh, this show with a very open, you know, humble um, assertion that, man, I've uh, I treated some people over the last couple months uh, in, inappropriately. You know, I, I realized, you know, uh, I've, I've been stressed. I've been squeezed. My mom and dad have been dying. My dad just died. Uh, it was a tight December for us, and uh, we help a lot of people. And then some people were supposed to help us, and it didn't come through. And, boy, I didn't realize I was starting to get bitter. I was starting to get bitter toward those people. Uh, I had a good client of mine asked me to reach out to uh, their uh, one of their uh, their spouse's parents, and uh, the the parent uh, was very negative. attacked me as a Christian, attacked my friend, and talked about them not being a good parent, and told me that their spouse doesn't support what we do, even though they spent twenty five grand with us. And I reacted in a negative way. I got powerful with words because I can slice some people with words. I got the scripture flowing. And boy, did I, and I got phoned, phone, and I was righteously, into, she can't insult my friend, she can't insult me. I mean, this person told me, hey, you're not on the clock, that stuff might work in class, it doesn't work here. I mean, just totally blown away by how she <laughs> this is an older woman too. And so, but none of that matters, because I remember that we have control. I teach this emotional intelligence. I teach this transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and there's a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. If someone hits me, that doesn't cause me to hit them. What causes me to hit them, if I choose to, is after they hit me, then I go into my head. I see something, I say something, I feel something, all based on my past. And then based on that, I respond. Remember Jesus Christ, whether you believe he was God or not. He was fully man and fully God. He was crucified. And seven words he spoke when he was hanging on the cross. And the first words were, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Matter of fact, uh, Pilate had them flogged 39 times with the cat of nine tails. And people, the Romans would use it uh, as a way to get people to confess. And so what they do, they charge you for a crime, they strap you up, and they start beating you and rip the flesh off you. And every time they hit you, you were supposed to confess to a crime. And once you confessed to those crimes, then they would still give you all the lashes, but they would lay it on you. So you wouldn't get the full brunt. And Christ got all 39 lashes and never uttered a word. Never screamed out, never cried out, never uttered a word. Matter of fact, Pontius Pilate, when he brought him out, his bloody body out alive, said, Behold the man. So, men, I'm calling you. I'd love to say, Behold the man. The man who leads. The man who's a great father. The man who inspires people. The man who holds his tongue. The man who leads. Even when the society tells him to not lead. Those are the type of men I want to hang out with. That's the type of man I want to be. That's how I want to be remembered. On Like It Matters Radio.
8: Your child's education is one of the most important decisions you can make as a parent. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 says, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. A quality Christian education can make all the difference in your child's life. A Christian school typically provides smaller class sizes for your student to flourish. Smaller class sizes can allow for more one-on-one time, allowing for individual attention with each student to focus on their academic needs, helping your child succeed. Wellness Radio 1570 believes in the power of Christian education so much that we have partnered with private Christian schools in the Twin Cities to offer half off your child's first year at a brand new school. That's right, half off. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com to check out a full list of our partnering schools, see frequently asked questions about the program, and learn more. We have a limited number of vouchers available, so the time is now to start planning for the upcoming year. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
1: Yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black.
10: Are those your grades for this semester? They
1: sure are. All A's and one B.
10: But what about your learning disability
1: and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability.
2: You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate Resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817 502 1554. Welcome back. To Like It Matters Radio Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And if you're missing this radio show, uh, the good news is you can go to our website anytime you like, likeitmattersradio.com. And there you can go ahead and you listen to not only this radio show, but but we got a couple months on their archive. But the good news is out, every place outside of St. Louis, we're in a couple of local markets. St. Louis, we are on Praise 95.1 FM uh, and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Uh, we play 7 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Everywhere else, uh, specifically in Minneapolis-St. Paul, that's our home base. That's our, our team station there, AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio, an entire network dedicated to you, the listener. And that's where our radio shows uh, broadcast from uh, the producers Trevor and Lee and the team there do a great job and so you can listen Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. in uh, Minneapolis and then it replays from 5 to 6 p.m. as well on a.m. 1570 right there local but if you go to iHeartRadio around the world I have people listening in China and Russia in Middle East all you got to do is go to iHeartRadio and search for Wellness Radio 1570. Uh, there, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10, and replayed 5 to 6, you will find us. Go to TuneIn Radio and just search Like It Matters Radio, you'll find us. You can go to iTunes and subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and there every day, and there we are. And so, you know, I talk a lot about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Very important, you know, if we're in the people business, we got to know what people need. And as a leader, whether you're a leader called a father or mother, a leader called a manager, a leader called CEO, uh, you need to know, if you're in the people business, what People need right? And so this is from an article from Forbes magazine from Christina Kamafort. It's about five years ago she wrote it. She says, "Maslow is right. As you probably know, when, once we have found food and shelter, but before we can seek self-actualization, in other words, the smart state, we must feel safety, belonging and mattering. Without these three essential keys, a person cannot, cannot get in their smart state. They cannot perform, innovate, feel emotionally engaged, agree, or move forward. She says what you crave, safety, belonging, and mattering are essential to your brain and your ability to perform at work, at home, and in life overall. The greater the feeling of safety, both emotional and physical, so we can take risks. The greater the feeling of connection with others or the feeling that we're in this together and we belong together, the greater the feeling that we personally matter and make a difference or are contributing to the greater good, then the greater the success of the company, the relationship, the family, the team, or the individual. That's why people send people to our training. Today I'll start class in Dallas, Team 180. Please keep us in our prayers, in your prayers. It'll be 20 people. One of them will be a group from the Carbenic. And they send their people to us. They do eight weeks of training. It's paint-free dent repair. Uh, they buy into this franchise. And their eight weeks of training starts in my class, two and a half days. They don't know who I am. They don't know why they're there. They don't see any cars, and they're shell-shocked because the car medic has known, Dan Binkley knew this, and, and, and now Derek Thay knows this, that when you improve the person, you improve their performance, and when you improve their impor- performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. The car medic uses our training to, to clean people up, to teach them what passion and vision and focus looks like, to get them out, off, out of their shell, to teach them the power of a team, and to help them understand that there's some things in their past that aren't serving them well so they can clean those up so they don't bring them into a new relationship. In every communication, in every conflict, we are subconsciously either reinforcing or begging for safety, belonging, matter, or combination. We need to know safety means creating an environment where we can take risk and stretch and grow. Is it safe to take risk at your company? Is it safe for your kids to take risk? Belonging means creating an environment where we all feel like a tight-knit tribe. We're all equal and we're rowing in the same direction to reach our goals. Think about gangs where people will literally kill to stay in the tribe. That's how powerful belonging is. And then it's mattering. Mattering means each of us contributes individually in a unique way. We all make a difference were appreciated and publicly acknowledged. Does your company culture work this way? And this is why people use Like It Matters. Go to likeitmatters.net. You will see a training that will clean you up, that will help you live a life that when your last breath is taken, you will have people there speaking about the impact you made on their life. It's one of my favorite stories. I love to tell it. A teacher in New York decided to honor each of her seniors in high school by telling them the difference each of them had made. She called each student to the front of the class one at a time. First, she told each of them how they had made a difference to her and the rest of the class. Then she presented each of them with a blue ribbon, imprinted with the gold letters which read, Who I Am Makes a Difference. Afterwards, the teacher decided to do a class project to see what kind of impact recognition would have on a community. She gave each student three more blue ribbons, and instructed them to go out and spread this acknowledgement ceremony. Then they were to follow up on the results, see who honored whom, and report back to the class in about a week. One of the boys in the class went to a junior executive in a nearby company and honored him for helping him with his career planning. He gave him an additional blue ribbon and put it on his shirt. Then he I'm sorry, he put on his shirt. Then he gave him two additional ribbons and said, We're doing a class project on recognition. And we'd like for you to go out and find someone to honor, give them a blue ribbon, then give them the extra blue ribbon so they can acknowledge a third person to keep this acknowledgement ceremony going. Then please report back to me and tell me what happened. Easy enough, right? So later that day, the junior executive went in to see his boss, who had been noted, by the way, as being kind of a grouchy fellow. He sat his boss down and he told him that he deeply admired him for being a creative genius. The boss seemed very surprised. The junior executive asked him if he would accept the gift of the blue ribbon and would he give him permission to put it on him. His surprised boss said, well, sure. The junior executive took the blue ribbon and placed it right on his boss's jacket above his heart. As he gave him the last extra ribbon, he said, would you take this extra ribbon and pass it on by honoring somebody else? The young boy who first gave me the ribbons is doing a project in school, and we want to keep this recognition ceremony going and find out how it affects people. That night, the boss came home to his 14-year-old son and sat him down. He said, the most incredible thing happened to me today. I was in my office, and one of the junior executives came in and told me he admired me and gave me a blue ribbon for being a creative genius. Imagine, he thinks I'm a creative genius. Then he put this blue ribbon that says who I am makes a difference on my jacket above my heart. He gave me an extra ribbon and asked me to find someone else to honor. As I was driving home tonight, I started thinking about whom I would honor with this ribbon. And I thought about you, son. I want to honor you. I have to apologize to you. My days are really hectic. And when I come home, I don't pay a lot of attention to you. Sometimes I scream at you for not getting good enough grades in school and for your bedroom being a mess. But somehow tonight, I just wanted to sit here and, well, just let you know that you do make a difference to me. Besides your mother, you are the most important person in my life. And you are a great kid. And I do love you. The startled boy started to sob and sob. And he couldn't stop crying. His whole body shook convulsions. He looked up at his father and said through his tears, Dad, earlier tonight I sat in my room and I wrote a letter to you and mom explaining why I had killed myself, why I had committed suicide, and I asked you to forgive me. I was going to commit suicide tonight after you and mom were asleep. I just didn't think that you cared at all. The letter's upstairs. I don't think I need it after all. His father walked upstairs and found a heartfelt letter full of anguish and pain. The boss went back to work a changed man. He was no longer a grouch, but made sure to let all of his employees know that they made a difference. The junior executive helped several other young people with career planning and never forgot to let them know that they made a difference in his life. One being the boss's son and the young boy and his classmates learned a valuable lesson. Who you are does make a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what your title is. I don't care if you're CEO. I don't care if you're a homemaker. I don't care if you're a sanitary engineer. I don't care if you're homeless. You got to know who you are makes a difference. And we all have hurt. We all have pain. And sometimes we show up less than we're able, less than we're capable in ways that do not represent us well. And that, for me, has been a realization this last couple days, and that's why I'm reaching out to four people and asking forgiveness. And I want you to know it takes daily effort. You know, I send out a daily blog every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Daily, I'll send you a, a text, I'll send you a, a blog, give you a little bit of word from God, It's the, the truth, and then some ways to implement it. Also, on Sundays now on AM 980 from 9.30 to 10 o'clock, we are doing a a brand new show called By the Book, Like It Matters. And that's where I get to focus purely on Scripture. And we take apart Scripture, and we take apart leadership, we take apart psychology, and we merge it all together. And so you can live stream with them on on AM980themission.com, Sundays 9.30 to 10 o'clock. And uh, if you want to listen live there in Minneapolis, St. Paul, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me wherever you want at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. And please, we'll be in Vegas with 24 people in that classroom, Team 180. We need some prayers. Please pray for us. And I look forward to talking to you next week. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
8: 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in.
1: Alexa, play Wellness Radio, Minneapolis.
8: Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo.
7: Forever My Girl is a modern day prodigal son story. Country music star Liam Page never got over Josie, his one true love he left at the altar. But when he returns to his hometown years later, he's faced with the consequences of all he left behind.
6: Why'd you leave my mama? I was
7: young. I got lost.
6: But you find your way back now, right? Find
7: your way back home in the film NBC Raves will make you laugh, cry and fall in love. Forever My Girl. Rated PG parental guidance suggested in